Hey everyone, welcome back. My name is Sam. And I'm Melissa. I grew up in the FLDS community. It is a polygamous group run by Warren Jeffs, which I moved out of when I was 18 years old. I was raised LDS, and today we wanted to talk about what it means to be a Gentile in the FLDS religion, and a little bit about what kids and people in general are taught about in the FLDS community about those of us who are outsiders or Gentiles and why that skews their view of the whole world and teaches them to fear it. Yep. So we'll get right into that. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. First of all, what would be the definition of a Gentile, babe? Well, a Gentile, the quick definition would be someone that has not had the chance to know the church, to be become a member of the church, I guess you could say. So someone that is an outsider from the religion, from the FLDS religion. But, I mean, there are other religions that also refer to Gentiles as those that have not been a part of their religion or haven't had a chance to hear about it. Yeah, and it's an, I know we've talked about it before, but it's an important distinction between a Gentile and an apostate. Yes. So, quickly, just to sum that up, um, as Sam was saying, Gentile, like, I'm a Gentile or would be considered a Gentile from the FLDS because I have never had the chance to hear the fullness of the FLDS gospel. And However... Oh, go ahead. So just to be clear, and that's just the FLDS specifically doctrine. They, they don't, just because you have heard about Christ and maybe you have chosen to follow Christ in your life, in the FLDS view, you still would be considered a Gentile. Or so. even where I grew up LDS, which you would think, okay, well, that's very similar doctrine to the FLDS. So like, maybe I will have heard the truth and they still would consider that, that I have not heard it because I haven't heard the fullness of the truth yet. Exactly. So. I would be considered a Gentile. Sam would be considered an apostate because he knew the truth. Which is worse. Which is way worse, like way worse consequences yep. um, in the next life. But um, because he knew the truth and he chose to leave. So yep. today we're going to talk about Gentiles and what they think of, or outsiders. Sometimes we call them outsiders, um, but a lot of times we refer to Gentiles and we're like, oh, we should really clarify like what that means yeah. <laughs> to be a Gentile. In, in the FLDS religion, they, they wanted to very blatantly specify the difference between Gentiles and, and apostates. Mm -hmm. uh, because like, like Melissa just said, being an apostate is much, much worse. Uh, the consequences that they tell you, you will have not only in the next life, but also the miserable life that you will have outside of the religion in this life. So it's just that the stories that we were told as kids to keep us faithful and keep us following the teachings of the church were very scary stories sometimes. Let's just say that. Yeah. And well, Gentiles, they believe that like I would have the chance to accept the gospel, their gospel um, in the next life and after the millennium. So like when Christ returns, I have the chance to be able to be baptized in their church and be able to accept the gospel. Yeah. But if you've already been baptized in it and you left, you already had your chance and then you're just out of luck. <laughs> you... and, yeah, we're Sorry, way, too way late. Than that. You had your chance. It's, yeah. all, it's all over. Good luck. Or not, I guess. No, they don't wish you good luck. They just <laughs> send you to outer darkness. That's the end of you suffering for all eternity. So, yeah, pr pretty intense. Yeah, but getting back to just wanted to clarify the difference between those two. <laughs> but back to me being a Gentile 
And for those of you who are watching, who most of you, um, I mean, some of you might have left the FLDS and you've been apostate, but um, for those of us that are like, what do they think of outsiders? What do they think about Gentiles specifically? And um, like I said, over the course of videos, we've kind of given, I'm sure a lot of you that have been around for a while can have kind of pieced together a lot of their views. But in some of the most recent revelations, they also like reconfirmed and like talked about again, some of the things that Gentiles are and so many scare tactics to make people scared about leaving the community because they paint all of us the quick version, which we will get into, but basically they say that all of us Gentiles are all drug users and murderers, basically in one way or another. Yes. It's, it's that'd be so it's, scary. It's scary, yes, and, and it's just their way of trying to ensure or make sure that all of their followers don't ever want to leave. Like they want to just talk about all the negative. Like, see, see the the bad things that are happening in this world. That's what will be. That's what your life will become. Only the bad. They don't tell any of the good things that are happening in the world. It's all everything outside of this small group this religion that we're a part of everything outside of it is horrible and bad and people are on drugs all day and every day and and they're just they, they just basically say yeah drugs and murderers are the are the big ones but just in general evil people so yeah i even remember one of our sister-in-laws that left um she had shared that when she left her father told her like if you leave you will be sexually assaulted you will be the r word like these horrible things are going to happen to you um, because of how evil the world is, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's a huge fear tactic and yeah, lots of things. What were some of the main things that you were told about Gentiles? Yeah. So I want to point out as well that um, I feel that I came from a much more moderate family in some ways, uh, in some <laughs> ways that I don't remember being taught as a young boy in, in my home, other church teachings. Yes. But in my own home, I don't remember being taught about, everybody is wicked. Everybody is horrible outside of this religion. Uh, it wasn't something that was talked about a lot. I do know that it that that type of thing was talked about a lot in other homes though. Mm -hmm. So I feel that I was lucky to not have quite as much of that shoved down my throat as a young boy growing up as, as other families did. But I'm sorry, what was your question? My question was, what were you told in your home? Like what were you told about Gentiles? And yeah. So basically to sum it up, that they were on Satan's ground and in his control because they didn't have the the Holy Ghost to guide them. They didn't have the Spirit of God with them. So basically, they had no control over their lives and Satan was controlling them. Um, and that, yeah. I mean, yeah. that kind of sums it that up. That sums it up. Holy cow. So you can imagine the fear of sometimes even mingling with outsiders that we would have assuming that they were in control of Satan, right? Like that, yeah, that Satan was controlling that, them. Yeah. That he was controlling them. And uh, what would they do to try to attack us? Because we were the true believers and we were the people that everyone wanted to, to destroy. So anyway, just the, that might be a good reason for people from within the church to be afraid of outsiders. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, lots of things I thought about Gentiles, like you said, say, being on Satan's ground is obviously the biggest and yeah. definitely adds that sense of fear. I did want to read a couple quick quotes of some of the things that 
even now, I mean, this was in June of 2022, um, a revelation um, through Warren, or sorry, through Helaman Jeffs from Warren. Again, we'll, who knows? we'll do air actually... quotes on that. Like, hmm, it's from <laughs> Warren um, through Helaman. We'll see. Yeah, we'll they, see how long until that they charade still, just like gets let go of completely. Yeah, they still they still the church stands behind the fact that it's coming from Warren Jeff still from prison. So that's what they're telling their people as of now. Yeah, but it. I mean, they are giving a warning to their people about drugs in general, and they actually go through like a little bit of history lesson as to like where opium came from, which I thought was really interesting. And they're saying that it is because of Gentiles' drug use that is why so many people have cancer. And um, and all sorts all sorts of different diseases and and all sorts of deaths and all of this stuff is from the drug the drugs that we all use and that's why which is just yeah it's crazy and it even says in one part it says um, giving them illegal drugs which are common among most families of the Gentile nations on Earth even in foreign countries and in the American continents nations and countries and I was like they really think like they're telling everybody that everybody. It's common. All families, all families do drugs. And they're talking like heroin, um, cocaine, hallucinogenic drugs, uh, marijuana. And they're telling these people that everybody does those. And that is why we have the diseases that we do is because everybody is drug users. Um, So crazy, right? And, and, And we fully believed that growing up in this. I just recently spoke with someone that uh, was forced out of the community because apparently they sinned in their hearts or something. And so I don't want to share any names or anything for privacy reasons, but it's just so sad uh, knowing coming, coming so fresh from this community being in this case, being forced out into the big world without really anywhere to go or, or knowing what to expect. And then uh, something that was mentioned to me was that, it's just that they were surprised to see that there are good people out here. Mm. And that, that kind of goes back to my experience as well. But based on what they were told being raised in the church, they expected to find everybody out here doing drugs, n- having no control over their lives, just doing immoral and wicked things. And so it was a huge uh, shock to them to see, oh, there's actually decent people out here in this world and people that are living great lives and very happy people. And, uh, oh, maybe even a lot happier than I was <laughs> within the religion, you know? So it's a lot of things that, that we were just completely oblivious to before moving out. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that caught me off guard because I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> that is not a thing. Not all families do drugs. The other one though, that's interesting And we've never done a full video on this because I don't feel like there's enough content to do a whole video. But a lot of people ask us about like contraception and just to kind of throw this into the um, Gentile category, because obviously a huge majority of population is on birth control. Mm -hmm. And they even say in this that um, don't be guilty of sins of murder through contraception or through abortion. And I mean, abortion is a pretty common Christian thing that's against but contraception is pretty widely used but in here it talks about specifically that that makes you a murderer and um let's see yeah and overdosing people so So, they stick it straight like straight in the same thing so that's why they do think that most people are murderers 
because if you use any any kind of contraception, murderer. Um, and th again, that's just a lot of people use contraception. And so they're telling everyone, okay, every Gentile is a, is a murderer. And if that's their definition and they don't really understand how science works that way, <laughs> like how, what contraception is, then it's, it's going to be, yeah, they're going to believe that. Right. And they don't, they don't know anything about that because they don't talk about any type of sexual education at all. And so they're just told that everybody murders all the time and everybody does drugs. And that's why I didn't see this within my own family, but I have heard from other families that uh, when there was like a miscarriage or something, that the, the mother was shunned and that she was uh, almost shamed. punished, shamed, punished almost because it was, I guess, her fault that she had a miscarriage. Like, can you imagine? Uh, I, I mean, can't imagine how awful to, that To be, be a mother dealing with that already, how hard that would be. And then on top of that, to be blamed for it and shamed. And, and anyway, it's just so sad. But, but partly because of the teachings here of that so, so black and white that any type of prevention of a child being born in this life is murder. Yeah. And it like, says, another one says murder is the heinous, most wicked crime. The entire world is guilty of that sin hmm. of immoral Gentile socializing wickednesses. Sins of commission willingly done where many turn from living love for God most required to be Zion, pure Israel, elect saints. And so, and this has come out of the world entire immediately. So they're just trying to tell people like, don't even deal with any, even Gentile socializing is wickedness and murder, which doesn't even make sense. But if you talk to them, you become them and you are a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> the entire kind of, world kind of is guilty say, of, the entire is, world is guilty of murder. It's bizarre. Yeah. So just, yeah. And again, we've had, we've had some people like reach out to us and say, you know, we've had FLDS members like move into our community. Um, what can we do to like help them or make them feel more comfortable or, mm -hmm. you know, what should we do? And the best thing you can do is to be kind and to show them that there are good, happy people, that there are people next door that are not murderers and drug users and yeah. that can live happy, productive, good lives. And that's going to make the biggest impact that you could possibly make on somebody who's in that religion or possibly working on leaving and still dealing with the repercussions of what they've been told their entire lives. Yeah, for anyone out there that is watching and that has left any type of religion, I'm sure you can relate that the last thing you need to hear is someone coming up to you and saying, you lived so incorrectly. You're, you, you know, did, how could you possibly not see how wrong this was? Like, can you believe the things that your leaders were doing? Uh, all, all they need, and uh, for anyone that's leaving and having a difficult time with a faith transition, is people to support and love them. That's really what it comes down to, I believe. Yep. And we have an awesome community, so we know all of you out there are loving and supporting them. Yes. And we are grateful for all of you. And yeah we just thank you guys so much for all of your love and support and the support that we know that you're giving to those people around you that really need it yes thank you all so much thank you again for being here with us today and for watching and we look forward to talking to you soon we'll talk to y'all soon